We are Marquette. 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 Wilmore Peters, W I L M O R E, last name Peters, P E T R S. I work for Facility Service and I'm a custodian at Marquette University. But it's a custodian, but I'm a CEO of what I do. My mom, she came to America first uh, when she was 20. And uh, she basically worked odd jobs, sending us money back and forth to Belize. And in 1984, I arrived here with me and my brother and my other brother. And we learned what American language and stuff is all about. You got to work hard and don't give up and no excuses. It's right here in front of you. Grab it and run with it. Uh, my mother was the key, the keystone for that. Uh, she came out here with nothing and work odd jobs, but she always had a plan. And to this day, I look at my age and look at my brothers in age and look at my mom and ask her, what kind of plan you had? She had a plan, and uh, she had a plan to make sure our life was great. And that's the reason why we are successful to this day, because it was all behind her. I spoke broken English, so when I spoke, a lot of people kind of laughed about it, joke about it in school and all that. But once I got to know the language of America, I learned how to speak a little bit more frequently and properly. And the other change was everything is different, you know, as far as food is concerned, uh, people who wait traditions and different type of things. So you had to learn how to adapt with time and what it was all about coming to America. When I was in Belize, you know, my grandmother, she was very protective, but a lot of things she didn't know because I'm back in Belize, a lot of those things is not being out there as how it is in America that they can diagnose you by just seeing you read or seeing you do some things. But when I came into America, when I was in middle school, I had problems, and my mom recognized that, and uh, she basically jumped on that immediately by helping me, not giving me up give up at all by strengthening me. Uh, some things she put me through, some regiments that, man, it might have been mean, but when I look back at it, it was great. Uh, she took the calculator away from me. She made sure I cut, made sure when I was counting, doing my math homework or anything dealing with problems as far as math is concerned or counting, she made sure I got the beans and rice out and cut, and make sure I counted the proper way because she always told me she said life is not bringing about calculator figure something out you have to do it yourself because if calculator is not here then what you going to do just sit it and let it sit no you can't do that because life is not all about that so she really put me some things I had to go to therapy to learn how to read properly understand words differently all that type of stuff and throughout the time some great people that was in my life helped me and guide me to that and now I can say before I was ashamed cried a lot. It was very hurtful being dyslexic, seeing my brothers and them having going to school, having college degrees and all that, making six figures. But at the end of the day, I know God had another calling for me and I had to accept who I am. And now I accept who I am and I'm proud to share my story with everyone that you're not a failure. You're not an accident. You are someone. It just God gave it to you differently in different ways, but you have to use it and it's there for you to use. I read Malcolm Gladwell 
book about other people having the same dyslexic situation. And uh, when I started reading it, I start he's pointing out a lot of different things to me, what it was all about. And that's when he resonated and connect the dots that, hey, you're okay, Will. Everything be okay. So that's what I, that Malcolm Gladwell book I got out of. Another great things he, he touched on, too, that I didn't know about. And I got some very good wisdom and knowledge behind it. When I started reading, I said, man, this man that gave me this book knew, he knew what it was, and but he didn't tell me I had to read it. And once I started reading it, my eyes just started popping open like some great CEOs and great Fortune Card Company executives actually was dyslexic. And i like, whoa, okay, I realized that everyone is born with a different gift, but at the end of the day, your gift is to basically keep working hard and getting away from that situation knowing that's not your failure that is just something you have to cross over and once you do you know where you're going and headed i have not been home since i left in 84 and uh, my choice had many opportunities to go but didn't go for certain circumstances financial reasons or other reasons but this reason now has to be go see my dad so that's the number one goal i have to go ahead and reach out to him and build a relationship with him uh, my sister's having her third fifth birthday party, but uh, the main way of going to that trip is going to see my dad. I haven't seen my dad in 38 years, and uh, basically that's who I'm going to see because I haven't seen him, and he created me, and uh, that's going to be very emotional for me because we look almost alike, and uh, we haven't seen each other. We have not bond, and but I always say, you know, it's never too late to go see your father who created you, and uh, God have guided me to that direction of actually see him, and hopefully we can build a strong relationship in the present and in the near future. So that's what I'm actually looking forward to right now. Without the market stone of the students... We need them here, and so when I see them, I get all glorified because without them, I don't have a job. So I appreciate them, and when they're going through some things in life, I give some wisdom that I have learned in life to input that in them so their life could be bright. Knowing just because you fail a test, that don't mean tomorrow is is a failure because you're not a failure, you're a winner. want to market to be more of a community helping each other around the community as far as, you know, the inner city kids. Uh, a lot of them does not have the gifts that some of the kids that come to Marquette University that has that background, that has that stone that family has came from money or or it's a tradition for them to basically come to university. And the inner city kids, they have that gift and they have that hope, but they don't have the money or the resource to get there. So if Marquette can put out a little bit more resource, we have some now, but if we can put it out a little bit more as a platform and so these kids can stand on something knowing that someone is helping them and guiding them. I'm seeing us growing slowly and uh, creating some great things for for the future. For the next 20 years, I'm pretty much sure we have a master plan for that. And hopefully I could be a part of that one day by uh, doing some different things around here in Marquette. You know, making students better or making faculty better, being joyful around each other, saying quotes, you know, create some quotes for each other. At times someone come in the office, seeing a great quote and saying, oh, today is better. I got up this morning feeling this way, but today going to be better by just seeing a quote or saying joyful things to one another.
Cause we all have rough days A rough time when we come in the office And we are not here to have a rough day We are here to have a great day